You're listening to Rama for Today. And I tell them to begin with, now I didn't come here to tell you what I think. I'm here to tell you what I know and won't let you do your own thinking. And if I leave you like I found you, I'm not God's man and I don't have God's message. But when this meeting is over, if you came, of course, you'll never be the same again. You can't be the same kind of Christian that you were. And no one can. When the light of God's Word shines in, they're either going to be better off or worse off. Better off if they accept God's Word and walk in the light of it. Worse off if they close their mind to the light of the Word of God. Can you say amen? Well, you might as well say amen. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I tell folks sometimes, bless their hearts, some folks are always talking about, you know, moving mountains and turn around and stumble over an anthill, fall down. <laughs> You still out there? Amen. I know, you see, I had to get him straightened out, you know. But yet, that's his favorite, you know. You know what happens? A lot of times, it's all in folks' head. They're just mentally agreeing and mentally assenting to certain things. Dear friends, when you actually believe God, faith's acting upon God's Word. Hallelujah. And holding steady in the time of distress and storm trial you see our responsibilities a lot of times we want to put we say speaking naturally put the monkey on the other fellow's back you know somebody else always to blame or speaking naturally you know pass the buck well you know that same thing carries over in the spiritual realm we want somebody else to assume the responsibility somebody else to do it for me You know, I want that to soak in. That's the reason I stopped there, you know, let that soak in. And then a lot of times I've had them to get mad at me because I couldn't do it for them. You get my healing for me. You get my prayers answered for me. We can carry people sometimes when they're baby Christians and don't know any better, just like you can naturally speaking sometimes. But it's just a whole lot better for folks to know the authority and the power that's invested in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ belongs to them. Not somebody else, but to them. Hallelujah. When you know that, it makes a difference. You notice here in the verse that he says, these signs shall follow them that believe. He didn't say these signs shall follow the ministry alone. It will follow the ministry because they do believe. But notice that this is talking about every believer. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Now, you see, when you know that, 
you know the authority, you know the power, and we've been teaching here and talking about the power and the authority that's invested in the name of Jesus. And you know that you, every believer, and you as a believer, have the right, have the authority to use that name. Then that, that carries a responsibility with it that cannot be ignored. You can never be the same kind of Christian that you were in the past. I used to tell people when I went from church to church holding meetings, and I'd stay usually never less than three weeks, and then four, five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks in one place, one church, teaching every day, preaching or teaching every night. And I'd tell them to begin with, now I didn't come here to tell you what I think. I'm here to tell you what I know and won't let you do your own thinking. And if I leave you like I found you, I'm not God's man and I don't have God's message. But when this meeting is over, if you came, of course, you'll never be the same again. You can't be the same kind of Christian that you were. And no one can. When the light of God's word shines in, they're either going to be better off or worse off. Better off if they accept God's word and walk in the light of it. Worse off if they close their mind to the light of the word of God. Can you say amen? Well, you might as well say amen. It's so anyway, whether you say it or whether you don't say it. Hallelujah. You see, you need to realize the moment that you are born again, the moment that you are recreated, the moment that you become a new creature in Christ Jesus, you have the authority to use the name of Jesus. You see, Jesus said here in that day, you shall ask me nothing, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name. Now you can approach the Father, any believer can, just as easy as I can. He'll hear you pray just as quick as he'll hear me pray. He's not my father any more than he's your father. He doesn't love me any more than he loves you. And he doesn't love anybody else any more than he loves me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And you know something else? The Father God doesn't love Jesus any more than he loves you. He loves you just like he loved Jesus. Did you know that? I heard one outstanding radio minister say he wished he could believe that. He knew it was in the Bible, but he couldn't believe it. Thank God I can. That's in John, the 17th chapter and 23rd verse. Jesus is praying for the disciples. John, the 17th chapter. He said, I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me. Now notice this. Thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Love the world. Love the world. Jesus said, you love the world just as you love me. Oh, glory. I mean, that's enough to set you shouting for the next six weeks. Praise God. If you can't find anything else to be thankful about, think about that. He doesn't love Jesus any more than he loves you. The Father God doesn't. But he loves you just as he loved Jesus. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. That name belongs to us. We can use it. Now, most of us have been brought up, and here's where our problem is, to court our weaknesses and failings and to think of our lack of ability. But friends, there are sick and needy ones that don't know that could be helped through that name. There are those that are bound by habits that Satan rules with a merciless hand that could be set free if you'd take your place. Now, I want you to notice, in conclusion, the distinction. We've noticed it again and again, but I want to approach it again. The distinction between John 14, 13 and 14, and John 16, 23 and 24. Let's look at them again. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Now that goes along, that's reading, I read it that way. That goes along with Mark 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not, I'm reading another translation. And he that disbelieveth shall be condemned. These signs shall accompany them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall no wise hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. The 20th verse says, And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word by the signs that followed. Now then notice carefully the scripture, how this scripture differs here in John 16, 23 and 24, where Jesus said, In that day... Ye shall ask me nothing. Now the translation I'm reading says, In that day ye shall not pray to me. Well, that's saying the same thing, isn't it? Verily, verily, I say unto you, If ye shall ask anything of the Father, He will give it you in my name. Ask and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. It's the end of the 24th verse. Now you see, in this scripture here, in John 16, you are praying to the Father in Jesus' name. In your praises and petitions, you come to the Father God in Jesus' name. But in the other scripture, there in John 14, 13 and 14, and in uh, Mark, as we read, you are not praying, but you're using the authority of the name, using the authority of the name to heal the sick, to cast out demons, and to set men and women free. Now, as we pointed out many times, and I want to go over it again, Acts, the third chapter, the first through the tenth verse, gives us an illustration of what I'm talking about. Peter did not pray for this crippled man. But he did say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. See, he used the authority in that name to minister to him. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
we have a wonderful offer this month uh, that will help you to listen to the voice right. of God. It's four CDs by your dad called How You Can Be Led by the Spirit, Spirit of God. God yes. He explains it so simply yes, that anybody did. can understand right, it. Right. Yes. And then my, my little book called How to Make the Dream God Give You Come True. Mm -hmm. This is a message that I preached back in 1980 That's right. at a conference. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think I've really ever preached it again. I may have preached parts of it, but it, 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 this explains and, and talks to people about like, you know, Joseph was a dreamer mm -hmm. and see, and God gave him dreams. Dare to believe in your dream. And then I talk about 13 Boys with a Vision. That was our track team. Yes. And then I talk about the church's vision to the world. I give a word to ministers. And I talk about quit comparing. Don't compare yourself to somebody else. That's you right. are an individually child of God made for what God wants you to do. Yes. And don't don't look at somebody else and say, Well, I'm not I'm not doing what they're doing or I'm not being able to accomplish as much as they're accomplishing. That's what God wants them. God got you where he is. That's anyway, right. how to make the dream God gives you come true. And that's for a gift of twenty two dollars or more. Good. A good savings. Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Monday, Kenneth Hagen will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.